where we can um, be able to provide them a, a cash offer that we can buy their property. We can provide them um, an opportunity to list their home on the market as we're licensed real estate agents. Um, and then if both those options don't work, if the cash offer isn't enough for them, they don't want to list their property because X, Y, and Z. We also have an option where we can get, uh, offer them creative financing options where we can uh, acquire their property, maybe take over their mortgage payments or um, offer some kind of like possible a seller financing arrangement where uh, they finance the property to us and they become the bank and we take over the property and we'll go rent it out or something like that. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Creating Wealth Podcast, where I, Kyle, from Kyle Curtin Real Estate, interview local top dogs in the real estate investing, wealth building, and personal finance industries. Let's build together. What's up, guys? This week's guest on the podcast is absolutely incredible and creating a very large multiple business vision in the real estate investing space. Justin has an out-of-this-world story and an exceptional vision for what he is building. This is another two-part interview because there is such an amazing story and so much value to take from this conversation. This episode is for absolutely anyone at any point of your life, and there is tons to learn about a bunch of different topics. In this episode, we get into Justin's enormous vision for his company, HomePoint LLC, constantly growing and learning from failure, being authentic while building your brand, and so much more. There is so much to take away from this episode, and I hope you enjoy. Let's jump right into the episode. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 56 of the Creating Wealth Podcast. Today, we have the great pleasure of chatting with Justin Dion. He is the founder of HomePoint Oh, whoops, I messed up. <laughs> I'm sorry. All good. <laughs> Let's go. All right. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 56 of the Creating Wealth Podcast. Today, we have the great pleasure of chatting with Justin Dion. He is the founder of HomePoint LLC, a Massachusetts-based real estate acquisitions company. What's going on, Justin? What's new? How are you, man? Man, I am I am great. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm excited to be here and I'm excited to chat with you today. The pleasure is all mine, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, so yeah, you know, to kind of jump right into things, you know, if you could kind of talk about like what you do, you know, like a little bit about your company and like your backstory and kind of how you got started. Yeah, man, of course. Uh, yeah, so I'm the founder of HomePoint LLC. Uh, HomePoint is a Massachusetts-based real estate acquisitions company, as you uh, lovely <laughs> said. Um, so essentially what that means is that we specialize in sourcing uh, off-market real estate opportunities. Um, so we're essentially, I sat down a few years ago and, and I decided, you know, what did I want to achieve in life? And I wanted to buy real estate properties. And I figured, all right, how, what's the best way of getting there? At that time, I was a, I was a licensed real estate agent helping other people buy and sell which wasn't really getting me closer to my goals. It was, it was very highly intrinsic value that I received from it because I loved helping, especially first-time home buyers, uh, be able to buy a home. But it wasn't getting me to where I need to be with my goals. So I sat down and I said, all right, well, what if I became the, the person who just found really good deals? Then the sky's the limit. You know, I could do whatever I wanted from there because that's the hardest part in real estate for a lot of investors. So I sat down, had that realization, and then I started thinking, all right, how can I go about this? How can I achieve my vision? 
Um, and I came up with the idea of starting a company where we completely focused on finding these deals, finding homeowners that want to sell at a, at a reasonable um, price that made sense for both of us. That was a win-win where we could really help them out in whatever situation they're in. And it obviously helps us out because we, we have a really good investment opportunity. So that's what we kind of went on and did um, about right at the beginning of the pandemic, early 2020. I, uh, I, I got an office in Milford, Massachusetts. Um, I got a couple of my buddies together. I told them about what I wanted to do. And uh, they were they were all in on it. And we just started getting the ground running and um, essentially trying to find homeowners that wanted to sell and, you know, and just kept running with it. And uh, right now that's like our main focus is just trying to provide as, as much value as we can for homeowners that want to sell where we can um, be able to provide them a, and a cash offer that we can buy their property. We can provide them um, an opportunity to list their home on the market as we're licensed real estate agents. Um, and then if both those options don't work, if the cash offer isn't enough for them, they don't want to list their property because X, Y, and Z. We also have an option where we can get, uh, offer them creative financing options where we can uh, acquire their property, maybe take over their mortgage payments or um, offer some kind of like possible a seller financing arrangement where uh, they finance the property to us and they become the bank and we take over the property and we'll go rent it out or something like that. So um, that's kind of where we're at now. We're just kind of keep growing from here and just uh, seeing what, what the, the future really holds. I mean, once, once you have the deals, like the sky's the limit and we're just, we're moving in different directions all the time. And it's just leading us to all time highs of, of things that we can do. Um, so we're just kind of just running with it and, and building out from here. That's incredible, man. That, that really is awesome. Especially like, you know, at the start of COVID too, you know what I mean? Like what a time to start. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it was definitely a difficult time um, for a lot of people. And like the great thing there is like, we were actually able to help out a lot of families in that situation um, that, that had a hard time selling or couldn't sell or, or couldn't sell traditionally, I should say, uh, which was, you know, obviously, like I said, I get that intrinsic value from really just helping out a homeowner, which was awesome for me. I was still about to be able to do that and still able to push myself towards my long-term goals and uh, still the same, which is incredible. I love that. So what kind of areas do you guys cover? Like, is it like all of Massachusetts or? Yeah. So uh, we, we started out targeting specifically like Boston and surrounding areas. Um, but we have partnered up with people all over the world, really. Uh, so we have wow. connections with investors nationwide. So if we have a deal anywhere in the U.S., we'll have partners where we'll be able to acquire that property uh, nine times out of 10. Now, some properties obviously wouldn't work, but the majority of them will. Like, so long as the numbers make sense, well, we can figure it out, we can make it work, and we can make a deal there. Um, just the numbers got to make sense. But our traditional and our, like, our primary market, I should say, is, uh, you know, the 495 belt towards Boston. That's our favorite market. And then, like, our secondary market is, like, the rest of Massachusetts, Rhode Island, um, you know, we're just starting to target a little bit in uh, New Hampshire as well. Um, and then like, we're slowly hitting some other markets as well. But uh, yeah, we're able to provide um, homeowners solutions nationwide right now, which is nice. That's awesome, man. That's, that's really great. So like, do you guys typically like to, I assume, like market to off market sellers and stuff, or like just kind of a lot of relationships or, or both? What's kind of your, your bread and butter? <laughs> yeah, so we, we really specialize in, in dealing off market. I mean, you know, obviously, like I said, uh, there's some licensed agents on my team. I'm a licensed agent as well. Um, I don't really use my license that much, though, um, although I'm starting towards uh, doing that a little bit more. You know, we run across, across a lot of homeowners that do want to put their home on the market. And, you know, obviously, our, our main goal is to be able to be a one-stop shop for a homeowner. 
where we can provide, you know, A to Z solutions. So there's no reason not to work with us, right? We yeah. sit down, they tell us their situation and we say, all right, here's what I recommend, but here's the seven other options for you. And uh, feel free to choose any of them and here's how they would work and here's the pros and cons of each of these. And that's our, that's our main goal. And um, I want to scale that and I want to keep growing with that um, as best as I can. So, you know, we're, we're diving more into that where I'm, I'm actually getting my broker's license right now so I can open up a brokerage and we can keep on scaling that. And we, I want to make it so every time one of our agents goes on a listing appointment, those homeowners get a cash offer. So they have an option now of, you know, either getting a quick, easy transaction already done for essentially, no hassles, no contingencies as is. Or if they want to try to maximize and get more uh, bank for their buck, they can go ahead and go try to put it on the market. And even then still, they put it on the market, they don't get any bites, our offer is still there, you know, which yeah. is awesome for them. So I'm just trying to scale um, what we're kind of already offering right now and just keep growing it. That's phenomenal, man. I, I love how like you're able to kind of give the sellers like a choice as well of like, you know, what kind of works for their situation. And like, you know, some people like just need to, you know, get rid of the property for X, Y, and Z reason, or, you know, some people might want to list it as well and try and get, you know, as much as they can for it. That's, that's really cool, you know, to be able to, to just kind of come to them and be like, Hey, you know, here's like three different things that you can do here are like the pros and cons for each one. Like, what do you like best? Like we can do all of them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're, we're trying to consider ourselves as a complete homeowner, like a home solutionists where we're a one-stop shop and, you know, if we're able to really achieve that. I mean, there's the, the sky's the limit for everything that we want to achieve. Um, and it's, it, it's obviously most beneficial for a homeowner to want to work with us. Right. Uh, because no, there's not a lot of people, if, if there are any people in our area that's able to offer all those options, yeah. um, which is incredible, you know, of course. So we kind of got into it a little bit, but what's kind of like your drive and your vision for the long term? with home point yeah definitely man so um it's definitely building out ancillary vertically vertical integrated businesses and what i mean by that is right now essentially we have uh, a kind of a mix of two companies that i want to i want to subdivide at one point where we're going to build out a marketing company that strictly strictly focusing focuses on sourcing off-market deals and that's all they do that they, they find the deals and they give them to investors or um our ancillary company our ancillary company is a um, is a real estate acquisitions company where they buy the properties. They'll buy them from our um, our marketing company. They'll buy them from other uh, other ways of sourcing the deals, uh, any way possible. And that that company will be fixing and flipping properties primarily. Uh, a third company will be our long term hold and raising private capital and doing syndications company where we'll be raising private capital. We'll be buying uh, properties from our marketing company. We'll be buying properties from our fix and flip company. Um, and they'll be uh, raising private capital to keep those long-term uh, rentals going to, to get residual uh, cash flow to, um, to get build appreciation and achieve the vision, as I told you, as I want to own a lot of properties. But that company is also going to be responsible for doing syndications, meaning that they're going to be, um, be the general uh, managing partners on large 100, 200, upwards to 500 unit property buildings. Uh, where we'll be acquiring um, private money to be able to buy those and they'll be the ones managing those as well. Um, aside from that, we'll also be starting a real estate brokerage as I, as I touched on where um, it kind of entwines with the marketing company as well because that marketing company is going to be our own Zillow, if you will. We're going to be able to provide all the leads uh, to the brokerage where the agents are able to bite off all those and get a piece of the pie off those and be able to have a lead manager that sends leads to either 
listing agents uh, because it makes more sense for our listing, or it could send leads directly to our acquisitions department because it makes more sense for the acquisitions. And they can all bite off each other and send leads to each other and work um, work with each other. And that's the whole point of building these companies so they can entwine and integrate with each other. Uh, we also have a data company that's in the works right now where we offer um, solutions for real estate agents and investors like softwares. Uh, right now we have a skip tracing um, software that we built out. Essentially we built out a, um, a bot that will take a list of homeowners and it'll, it'll scour the internet and find phone numbers, emails, um, and, and resources to get a hold of these homeowners for other real estate agents and investors. So we're going to keep on growing that company. And then, um, you know, we'll obviously have like coaching, training, mentoring uh, for other real estate agents and investors as well. Like we have a lot of stuff, obviously, I want to achieve, <laughs> um, but they all entwine with each other. They yeah. all make a lot of sense because of that. Like they all work hand in hand and, and they're kind of all being started right now, if you will, like our, our, like I said, once you have the deal, everything else follows. So we're finding the deals. We're, we're getting the money from that. We're getting, we're essentially generating the capital for that. And I'm just going to keep taking the money that we make from all these and just reinvesting and growing these other ancillary arms out. That's absolutely incredible, man. Like just to create like all those businesses and like literally, yeah, you know, just kind of be that one-stop shop of like, you know, if something doesn't work here, just bounce it over to these guys and like, you know, just kind of just be able to, like you said, you know, like bite off each other and like, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see I as love far how far it gets, but I mean, there's, there's no reason for it not to really, not to really achieve its full potential there because they, they, once one is built, it's just going to benefit the rest of them. And that that's going to keep going. Um, and there's no reason to stop that cycle really. Uh, that's why like, you know, these very large companies are, that's how they're built. They either, they either buy or they build. And a lot of them buy because they have that power to do so. And they'll buy companies that are vertically vertical integrated with their other companies, or even they'll buy their competitors at, at a horizontal level and they'll, they'll take over the game that way too. Um, you know, it's whatever way you want to go. I, it just with real estate, it, it makes so much sense to be able to do this. There's so many opportunities. Uh, you could build out roofing companies, landscaping companies, all these individual um, helpful services for homeowners, just because you're, you already have the homeowners. You already have that trust with them. You already are building the connections there. So essentially you have all the customers already. So you have the ability to continue to build all the rest of the stuff. Uh, so essentially like that's our vision and where we're just trying to right now uh, find the right people that want to join and grow this vision with us. And because uh, that's, that's really what matters is having the right people around you and having the right people that see that vision and want to actually achieve it with you. Cause I can't do it myself. I don't plan <laughs> to do it myself. I don't, I, I just want a piece of the pie and I just want to grow it out. Because yeah. like, I just, I just want to, one of the main visions is to build the company into a household name. I want people to know about us nationwide and know about the name nationwide. Uh, it's just uh, a life goal of mine to be able to create something like that. So, of course. Yeah. And even like, you know, kind of like you said, like, you know, going from the direction of, you know, at first, like finding the deals and everything, and then like everything opening up from there. Like, it's mm -hmm. incredible, man. You know, I mean, like, there's a lot of people out there right now, you know, that might have the capital and stuff, but the deals are few and far between. So to be able to be the guy, you know, that has the leads or the, you know, the, the deals, and then be able to, you know, kind of disperse them as necessary, you know, for kind of what you're looking for. And it's, um, you know, really something special. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, the sky's the limit with that for, for sure. I mean, it just opens up all the doors you really need open. Um, you know, especially starting out for us. And, and it's just, uh, it's been, it's been, it's been obviously has its roller coasters of, of problems and things that come along the way, but like realistically, 
it's it's all just learning experiences and just getting us to the next level every time something comes up so it's it's honestly like those are all beneficial I mean that all those roadblocks that come up along the journey like that's all necessary and it's all beneficial because without those we wouldn't be able to get to where we need to go exactly it's huge in growth you know whenever something like that comes up and like you know, even like to the level of, you know, just going through like one transaction or something, you know, like little like road, road bumps and uh, like hurdles and stuff that come up, you know, just going over those, figure out how to get over those. And then, you know, the next time that that comes up, you'll be able to, you know, either, you know, solve that as necessary or, you know, what have you. Um, but yeah, you know, there was, <laughs> there was um, so me and a, uh, you know, a couple of the other agents on our team went down to New Orleans for like the, the bigger pockets conference thing. And uh, Brandon Turner, he was given like a keynote and it, it really spoke to me, man. Like talking, you know, right about this. He's like, basically, whatever you're going to do is probably going to suck. But it's a matter of like, if you have the passion to keep pushing through it, you know, and like basically embracing it and not like, you know, just give up halfway through. And like, that really spoke to me, man. I'm like, am I the only one that's having a hard time with this right now? Or like, <laughs> no, you know, it's, it's a common thing. And like, I don't, I don't know, it just, it was something crazy, you know, and like tying right into this, you know, whenever something comes up that, that isn't as desirable, you know, to have the passion and the vision to keep moving forward past that. And like, you know, just kind of accepting that things are going to happen, you know, that don't go in your favor. And just the, yeah, you know, have the passion to, to keep moving forward and get through it. It's yeah, crazy. man, I, I think it really all stems down to your mindset and like yeah. where, where your thoughts are, right? Because like once you have that understanding on like a, on a high level where you know you're going to fail, you're going to go into whatever you're going to try and you have to, it's not that you're going to, you have to. Otherwise, yeah. there's no growth. If exactly. you get it right the first time, you lost at the end of the day. And, yeah. and if you have that mindset when you go into something and when you are like you hit a roadblock, something comes up and you're starting to beat yourself up a little bit about it. And then your, your mind kicks in like, wait, this had to happen. This was supposed yeah. to happen. This is beneficial because what am I what's what's happening here? I, I'm, I have to learn through this now. And that, that's where real personal growth comes in. And like for me, wh one thing I learned about my life is like if I'm not growing, I'm dead. Like I, if yeah. I stopped learning, if I stopped moving forward. Uh, like 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 a shark right i think if they if they stop swimming like they, they always got to go forward if they stop they die right or whatever yeah <laughs> they go back i think so yeah <laughs> i don't yeah. know but like you, you gotta you gotta keep on growing and learning and if you if you stop doing that like what what are you doing and I, that's how i view life right now and it's like i yeah. completely focus on personal growth and trying to level up every single day and failure is the only way to get there you have to fail to to really really learn something uh, so it, it's, it's about your mindset right there. And when you have that mindset, you know, you're very powerful to be able to learn at an exponential rate. Um, and, you know, that's why I like doing podcasts and like, like having my podcast as well, because you get to learn from everyone else's failures as well um, and be able to really capture those. And um, although it's not the same as failing yourself, you get a little bit of it. But realistically, how you really learn is going through it yourself, hitting some roadblocks and figuring it out the hard, the gritty way and learning for yourself. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, man. Let's talk a little bit about your podcast. I, I want to learn more about it. <laughs> yeah, and, sure. You man. know, kind so, of like your experience of it, like so far and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah man. So, you know, uh, my podcast, uh, it's called The Home Point Experience. Uh, the main mission is to essentially share our experiences that we go through uh, our day to day of growing a real estate business, as long as, uh, as, uh, as well as the people we meet along the way, like yourself, where we can just 
discuss their experiences and be able to share those experiences with the world, essentially what I was just touching on. Uh, the main reason for that is, you know, I, I love to educate. I love to coach. I love to teach people about, especially about real estate, because I'm very, very passionate about real estate. Um, I get a, I get a, I get a lot of value from helping other people, especially if I, if I help them and they were able to do something with that value, it's incredible for me. I, and I'm sure you experienced that a little bit as well. So uh, it's, it's been great, man. I mean, the more so, like, I don't have a crazy audience that are listening to it all the time, but realistically, the most beneficial thing I've gotten from the podcast, which I'm sure you can attest to as well, is the value that you get as a host, being able to interview and interrogate great people <laughs> about anything they're doing. And you're able yeah. to ask them any question you want and be able to, you know, say you're working on something in your business and you can just grab someone that's working on that or has already solved that or beyond that hop on a podcast with them. They get to showcase their story and you get to pick their brain and learn everything you want to. So you can, you, you can forego that experience of, of uh, it's pretty much like you're, you're failing and they're giving you the answers. Like, okay. So yeah. what did you do when you were going through that? Okay. You did this. Okay. Now I'm going to go and do that too. And um, problem solved. Um, so that's been the most incredible thing for the podcast. Like so far is, is being able to, um, have these high level conversations not just have them because i can you know i can go any to any networking event and have those but really hold myself uh, accountable to have them because it forces me all right i want to be consistent i want to be putting out these podcasts on a regular basis so now i have to go find people and have these conversations <laughs> with so it puts me more in a, a, a state of um accountability realistically to have deep level conversations with high level people um that's been really a, it's been a great experience so far i mean we're only at like I said, we did our 16 episode uh, this week and it's been super valuable and, and I've been um, having a great, a great uh, journey with it as well. And like, aside from the podcast, I'm, I'm really trying to double down, triple down on just creating content in general. Yeah. So I've been, um, I've been very active in creating TikToks, um, being, tr trying to grow an audience, build a community of people that want to learn about the game. And uh, it's been cool. I have a couple videos go viral and uh, it's been fun, a fun experience of doing that and being able to provide those, the value to these people. You know, them being able to get intimate, ask me a question, me make a video real quick, answering it for them. And then, you know, a thousand, two thousand, ten thousand other people see that video and they get value as well is, is absolutely incredible. I know. I, I totally agree with you, man. That's it, it really is like just such a, a powerful like value exchange. You know what I mean? Like, you know, as host, as well as, you know, for the audience as well, you know, to be mm -hmm. able well and the other person. Um, you know the, the interviewee I should say <laughs> um, yeah but yeah I mean like I just I totally agree like I feel like there's just value for everybody like when you do something like this and like it's been a lot of fun you know to just be able to have people on tell their story you know in the meantime like to create the relationship with them you know for like potentially things in the future or, or what have you you know as well as being able to like ask those questions and like you know give that like have them give you the answers which then you can share with your audience as well so like that's my thing too man is like i love being able to like learn from somebody at one time and then everybody else be able to learn as well you know it just it just i don't know it just feels so like like what is it um like warm i guess you could say you know because like everybody's everybody's benefiting somehow you know like the social media stuff too man i, I want to stem on that a little bit it's difficult, <laughs> you know, like it's, um, it's, it's been hard for me actually recently, you know, we were talking about it a little bit before we started, um, you know, to create like consistent content and stuff like that. And like, for me, like, it's not, 
like the podcast itself necessarily that's that's been difficult to get out i mean it still takes like at least a couple hours to to edit and everything but it for me it's more or less like the social media because like i'd love to kind of cut up the podcast into like highlight clips and stuff and put them on like youtube instagram facebook you know and just spread them around but like that stuff takes time man <laughs> you know oh yeah and, um it's it's not easy but yeah i mean it's uh it's definitely a really powerful thing and um you know the the sky is the limit you know and like in the meantime you know like you're building your brand and like you know like you said even like going somewhere on like tiktok you know that has like a huge organic reach like naturally um and be able to help out you know like probably people from across the country or maybe even across the world that reach out you know and be like oh yeah you know i did this this way or like this came up and i did this it just it's so powerful <laughs> yeah yeah social media is really really powerful but it is it is very difficult it's very time consuming i mean creating content itself like dude i, I definitely praise you on creating podcasts because they do take time and uh, creating content in general, dude, it's, it's definitely a full-time job to do that. And if, if someone's pumping out a lot of content, either they have someone hired or they're not really doing what they say they're doing because yeah. they, they wouldn't have enough time. They exactly. wouldn't have enough time to be posting content consistently on all platforms and being able to actually do the work involved that they're saying they're doing, right? Like these gurus per se. Yeah. Either they have someone hired that's doing it or or they're not actually doing the work they're saying they're doing really. And that's that's how I see it. And uh otherwise like it's it's just, just so much work. Like I take I take a whole day once a week, all day to create content. And uh that's that's a lot on my schedule to really do it, but it's so worthwhile because again I, that's Actually, that's something that I, I, I enjoy doing. I get a lot of value from uh, being able to provide that education uh, to the masses. But there's even then, like that's that's primarily just doing podcasts and just creating and posting TikToks essentially. And like if I wanted to add in like, which I'm trying to do now, uh, add in like Instagram and continuously posting on other platforms as well, like Facebook, Twitter, the whole nine, that would be another day most likely, you know? And like, that's that's a lot. I, and I, I, had, I have an intern too that's helping me with this stuff. I mean, she just left, but- even then, like I was still, and she, she was doing some of it as well, but I was still putting a day in at once a week to create this stuff. Um, but it's worthwhile because uh, the power of building a community on social media is, is absolutely incredible. Um, this guy, like the sky, the sky's the limit. Once you have the deal and then once you have the community, those are two, <laughs> the, the two main things that I'm, I'm, I'm primarily focusing on right now is finding crazy off-market investment opportunities and then also trying to create a community. Cause those two things um, is going to really help elevate everything I'm trying to achieve. Cause if I have a good community, you know, having the brokerage real new real estate agents that are getting involved, even like uh, experienced uh, and aged uh, realtors will want to come on board and work with me because I'm, I'm, I'm present. I'm here. I'm new age. I got all the technology. I'm, I'm really helping the agents out and they'll know about me because I'm my face will be plastered everywhere. I'll have the community. <laughs> I'll have that voice. Um, so it'll go, it'll go hand in hand with trying to really achieve the vision as well. So, I mean, building a community is everything and social media is, is really the weapon to be able to do so. It really is, you know, like, especially in today's day and age, you know, like social media is free, you know, like what you use is your time. Like, it's not like, you know, you have to pay like a subscription service for Instagram or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's like anybody can be the broadcaster. And like, it's kind of interesting to think about things like, you know, 20 or 30 years ago, where like, you know, the internet and social media and stuff wasn't there. Like, I, I couldn't even really imagine, you know, trying to, um, you know, like buy like a lot of properties and stuff like that. And like, 
imagine trying to buy something like out of state like 20 or 30 years ago well <laughs> you know like it's not like you can just hop on like bigger pockets and look for an agent out there like you know, do you actually have to like fly out there and like, you know, find an agent and like get pre-approved and spend like a week year time out there or something, you know, now like, um, you know, people buy properties and stuff like sight unseen, like across the country, you know, like it's, it's crazy. Like just like how we have it now, like in today's day and age, and even like, I guess how easy it is to build a brand, um, you know, because you can broadcast like any time of the day, night, anywhere, you know, if you got an internet connection, like, you know, you're in the same, same playing field as everybody else, you know, it's, but yeah, I mean, it is pretty surprising, like how long, like it takes and stuff to, to create content and social media and like, you know, like, it seems so simple. Like you just hop on Instagram for a little bit, you know, it takes like 10 minutes or whatever. And yeah but like actually creating content's a whole nother story <laughs> you know yeah realistically it really is and I, I you know i plan on next year uh hiring someone full-time to take care of that for me realistically you need yeah. it you gotta have someone if you want to build a real community online you want to be able to really provide value on a high level you got to have someone full-time on it and um i just i'm factoring that in like it's essential you know for for the future of what i want to achieve that is absolutely essential to have someone full-time on that I plan on getting a new office, having a whole room just for just for podcasts, just for shooting content, um, just for that alone. I already kind of have one now, um, but it's still like multi multi use right now. But I plan yeah. on having one just for that, just because I, you know, like, like you you and I both know, and the listeners probably know as well. Like it, the power of it is incredible, and uh, it it just opens up the doors for sure. So yeah, it, it's 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 pretty cool. It really does, man. I I totally agree with you. Like I kind of did some reevaluating recently when it comes to like you know the vision and stuff for the podcast and like I feel like I've been stuck for a long time like in terms of like the social media and stuff and I don't know if you know uh Gary Vaynerchuk oh of course uh, all right <laughs> sweet <laughs> um but yeah guys he's uh basically like um you know a, a like really big entrepreneur he has like a, a marketing company and like a wine company and like doing all kinds of crazy stuff um you know, on Instagram, Facebook, like literally everywhere. And um, basically like one thing that I learned from him that I really want to implement is like the, the waterfall type of strategy. So basically mm -hmm. like what he does guys is he'll do like a keynote speech or something like that. And the keynote speech will be recorded and there'll be like, you know, tons and tons of value, like all across that speech. So he has like, you know, like a one, two hour clip and then he has people on his marketing team, like cut up that video. into like a bajillion pieces, you know, like make like, you know, clips with quotes for like Instagram and stuff like YouTube clips, TikTok, like, you know, Pinterest, like just spread it out everywhere. So like you only have to make that one video and then people literally just like, you know, create like these much smaller, much more digestible pieces to be able to post all over the place. You know, and then like your face is plastered like a million places, but you only did the talk once. I'm like, I'm so fascinated with that concept. And like, <laughs> you know, that was my same thoughts. I'm building my podcast as well. I was like, all right, so podcast is long form. You know, we put that on YouTube, even though it won't be really YouTube friendly. We could put it there. Uh, we could put it on Spotify and the whole nine in terms of spot, um, uh, podcast stations, which I'm sure you do. And then it's like, all right, now what is good for Instagram? All right, so I'm going to cut off. I'm going to ask a question and then my, my interviewee is going to answer it. And that's a clip right there. Boom. Perfect for perfect for Instagram. Perfect for Facebook. You're done. There. Even, even for uh, TikTok too. I mean, reels as well. Like those are, if they're, if they're short enough, they're good for it as well. 
um, you know, and I, I've been, I've been implementing that same strategy and it, it works really well. It makes it a lot easier. I mean, once you already have, you know, we're right now we're creating content essentially. So now, now you have the content right now. It's all, but I can just chop it up now instead of sitting down. All right. I got to create content. I got to come up with a storyline or like a script per se. And then I got to create the content and then I got to chop it up and fix it and clean it. And now I got to post it. Or it's like, I already have the long form content. Let's just cut it up, uh, clean it up and then post it. And then that, that obviously makes it a lot easier. Even in your, um, your editing process of your podcast, you know, what I, what I've been uh, implementing is in my editing of my podcast, I also am creating clips, uh, throughout that process to make it easier. Like, so I'm, I'm going through and I'm cutting, you know, what me that as the interviewer asking the question and then the interviewee answering it, clipping that and taking that and putting it in a different folder. And then, you know, going back to it eventually where I can now upload that wherever I want at that time being, and then just resizing the format for it. So it makes sense for that platform real, real quickly and easily. I don't know about what you use. I use final cut. It works really well for me. Um, that's just what I'm, I'm savvy with. I'm used to, I've, I've got educated on, Yeah. but um, they all, they all work for it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I use um, Adobe Premiere. Yeah. Uh, it's just been kind of working out pretty decent, but yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you, man. And like one thing that he says along with like the waterfall strategy was that like social media platforms have context. So like something that you post on LinkedIn, you know, might not be the place for Instagram or like vice versa. And like, I haven't really like been able to, I guess, really like understand and execute on that idea. You know, I just kind of like, you know, make a clip and, and post it. But, you know, and the, the bigger reality is like, you know, like if you're feeling like a certain way, you know, you're going to go on Instagram versus like LinkedIn, you know, like if, you know, like depending on probably like the mood and stuff like that. And I don't, I don't know, you know, I mean, like if you hop on Facebook, like the kind of things that you're looking for are going to be different than like TikTok. You know, like if you're looking to laugh, like you're probably not going to go on LinkedIn. <laughs> you know, like right, yeah, no, of course. <laughs> I mean, I think what it comes down to is, if I was you, I would choose one platform uh, to start making content for specifically, so you know, like, all right, so I'm going to go on Instagram and chop up this and and make it good for Instagram, and then get really good at that and build a system around it, so it's super easy, right? So it's like, all right, I want a 60 minute clip of this, that, or the other thing throughout my my podcast, and now I'll go while I'm doing my podcast. Now I'll implement that as well, so my mind will be, all right, I want to. I want this clip, this example yeah. of a clip that I want to create. And now while I'm in the podcast, I can kind of like format it. So it makes sense for that. You know, the one thing I love about creating long form and chopping up into short form, I'm actually reading Gary Vaynerchuk's book right now, crushing it uh, with nice. the, the newest one with exclamation point. Um, and, you know, one of the chapters is, is about authenticity. And I think podcasts are super authentic because, you know, you're not sitting down and trying to create content. You're just having a conversation, really. I mean, yeah. it depends. I mean, some people can try to force it. But at the end of the day, like you're having a conversation. This isn't scripted. We didn't you're sit right. down and, you know, I didn't write down all my answers to my questions. <laughs> I just sat down yeah. and, and formulated the plan to how I want to say it. this is authentic. This yeah. is coming from, you know, really what my thoughts are, are telling me to say, you know, and I feel like a lot of social media is unauthentic where it's, it's especially like Instagram and Facebook. It's, it's very scripted. It's very clean cut. Uh, and where podcasts are a little bit more, less of that, it's more real, you know, we're just having a conversation and we're recording it and giving it to the masses. And yeah. now you're <laughs> able to take that create short form and putting on these platforms. It's kind of like a game change there because people are used to seeing this like clean cut stuff. And now we got some authentic stuff. These people are real, just having a good conversation. And I want to listen in. Um, so I think it's a different dynamic change there. And, 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 you know, your audience feels that. I feel like people yeah. know if this is like, this is fine-tuned and scripted or if this is a real, real 
you know, just talking, you know, it's, it's different there, you know, and when people feel that it's not authentic, they, they kind of know something's up there, you know, and it, it just throws them off. Exactly. You know, like, I feel like you can totally tell, like you said, you know, from that outside perspective, like, this is like too perfect to be real. And like, yeah, like me personally, like, I like to really tap into, you know, that authentic factor is like, hey, you know, like, this is gonna be like, the journey of becoming, you know, so and so, you know, and like, yeah. I don't know, like, I almost like don't want it to be perfect. Like, same thing with like, when I'm editing the podcast, like every time I say, um, I'm not gonna cut it out. You know, like, you know, like, I'm not a, a pro, you know, like podcaster, you know what I mean? Like, I want to be able to kind of see the progression of like episode one, like being absolutely clueless on, you know, what the heck I'm doing. And then like later down the line, you know, just kind of see like improvement there, you know, and like, because like, I feel like that's the thing, man, is like, nothing's really going to be perfect. At, I mean, at the very least, starting off the bat. You know, it's so like, I, I feel like it's a lot more relatable to be more authentic and have it be less perfect than just be like, oh, you know, spend like three hours cutting out all like the, you know, little words and spots where like, you're not sure what to say and stuff. And like, I don't know, I just, I feel like it, it means a lot more, you know, and even to maybe like inspire somebody, you know, to start a podcast or start like a YouTube channel or, you know, cause like they might be afraid of, you know, coming off um you know a, a lot more on the less experienced side like no well everybody's gonna start somewhere you know and I feel like you know to kind of be the the guy or girl or whatever you know to to start your thing you know knowing that you know it might be shit at first but like down the line you know things are gonna get better over time you know and like just just to kind of show them like hey you know like if you have an idea you know run for it and you know it's not going to be the best, you know, starting off, but down the line, you know, it'll be a lot better than when you started. Um, and yeah, you know, just to kind of, you know, push that. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. So, you know. so my, one of my core values, in my company that like we, we try to strive ourselves on is take massive, decisive, imperfect action. Yeah. You no. Know, so you're taking a, a massive amount of action. You're taking decisive. So you're, you, when you, when you have a decision in front of you, either A or B, you're just taking one because when you choose one, you know, it's, it's either right or wrong. Now, you know, if you wait yeah. and sit around and wait too long, then you'll never know. Right. So then, and then knowing that it's going to be imperfect every time, like you're never going to be perfect off the first time. And again, like we went on, we talked on earlier, if it's perfect first time, realistically, that's not a good thing. You lost yeah. because you didn't learn. So you, you just got to take that. You got to understand that it's going to be imperfect and take massive, uh, decisive, uh, imperfect action. All right, guys, that concludes our creating wealth podcast episode for today. I want to thank every single person that has listened this far. It really means a lot to know that people can learn from me and with me as we build wealth together. Hopefully you can take home at least one thing from this podcast that will improve your life just a little bit. If you could, please check me out on social. That's at Kyle Curtin Real Estate on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm on Bigger Pockets. Until next time, let's build together.